the last of the human freedoms to choose one attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And there were always choices to make. Every day, every hour offered the opportunity to make a decision, a decision which determined whether you would or would not submit to those powers which threatened to rob you of your very self, your inner freedom, which determined whether or not you became the plaything to circumstance, renouncing freedom and dignity. This is a favorite quote of mine from Viktor Frankl's book, Man Search for Meaning. I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. I'd like to read to you a quick synopsis of Viktor Frankl's life as written by Stephen R. Covey. Quote, Viktor Frankl was born on March 26, 1905, an Austrian psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor who founded Logotherapy, a school of psychotherapy that describes a search for life's meaning as the central human motivational force. Frankel was a determinist raised in the tradition of Freudian psychology, which postulates that whatever happens to you as a child shapes your character and personality and basically governs your whole life. The limits and parameters of your life are set, and basically you can't do much about it. Frankel was also a psychiatrist and a Jew. He was imprisoned in the death camps of Nazi Germany, where he experienced things that were so repugnant to our sense of decency that we shudder to even repeat them. His parents, his brother, and his wife died in the camps or were sent to the gas ovens. Except for his sister, his entire family perished. Frankel himself suffered torture and innumerable indignities never knowing from one moment to the next if his path would lead to the ovens or if he would be among the saved, who would remove the bodies or shovel out the ashes of those so fated. One day, naked and alone in a small room, he began to become aware of what he later called the last of the human freedoms. That's the quote that I read at the beginning of this episode. The freedom his Nazi captors could not take away. They could control his entire environment they could do what they wanted to his body, but Victor Frankl himself was a self-aware being who could look as an observer at his very involvement. His basic identity was intact. He could decide within himself how all of this was going to affect him. Close quote. Again, that was from how Stephen R. Covey described him. Now, one of the things that is unique to the human race is the ability to think about what you are thinking. Animals cannot do this. We call this being self-aware. 
This is the way we evaluate our own experiences as well as others around us. This is why we can create and break habits. Even though we can think, we are not our thoughts. We are not our feelings. Because we can think about thinking shows us that we are not our thoughts or our feelings. There is a part of us that is separate from both. Now, I didn't even know this was a thing until a few years ago. I remember someone in high school telling me that no one could make me feel anything. But either I didn't believe her, or more than likely, I didn't understand what she was trying to say. I saw myself as the receiver of what other people said. I felt what I felt. And because I didn't see another way, I had no control over any of it. Now, looking back, I believe this is what the main cause of my depression was. I don't know if the chemical imbalance came before or after the years of thinking this way or vice versa. I'm sure there are a lot of studies and differing opinions about that, but that's not really about what I wanted to talk about today. I just want to point out our ability to be aware of our own thoughts and feelings and how this gives us more power in our circumstances than we realize. Viktor Frankl was able to use self-awareness to discover one of the most fundamental principles of human nature, which is that between stimulus and response, man has the freedom to choose. We also have that right. We get to choose when something happens to us, which is what he means by the word stimulus, how we want to respond. When our emotions are high and we lose sight of our clear thinking skills, we shorten the space between the stimulus and the response. It gets smaller. Can you think of a time when that's happened to you? When you responded too quickly, and didn't give yourself the space to make a conscious decision of how you wanted to respond? I'm guilty too. I'm not sure there is anyone who can say they haven't done this. But that's how we learn. Notice it, and then make a conscious choice to do something different next time. We have other human abilities that were given to us that help us to use this freedom of choice. We have imagination which is the ability to come up with an idea that isn't our current reality. We have a conscience, which is a deep sense of what is right and wrong. And we also have agency. Agency is our ability to act how we want to choose. Because each have these abilities within us, now there are some rare exceptions that we're not going to discuss here today, we can make decisions for ourselves that can be separate from our circumstances or what Viktor Frankl called the stimulus. We only limit ourselves when we choose not to use these abilities that have been programmed into us. When we choose to be proactive, our actions are made based on our decisions and not on our conditions. Proactive people base impulses on their values, which they have thought about, decided to believe, and internalize them. If we choose to be reactive instead, 
we have chosen to allow our physical environment to make the choice for us. Now, please don't misunderstand me. There are so many variables that affect our ability to make choices, but we ultimately still have the choice. We may have to work harder at it and give ourselves lots of compassion until it becomes easier, but it is still possible. One of the first steps to become proactive instead of reactive is to notice that there is a space between what happens to you and how you respond. Just start noticing. And that is my challenge for you today. Try to notice the space between the things that happen to you and when you respond. Can you take a step back? This usually takes place in your head. Notice the thing that happened and then choose how you want to respond. That's it. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Is this something that is natural for you or is it something you've never noticed before? And what changes do you notice when you start doing it? Send me a quick email at marla at hunkydory.com and tell me what you noticed as you try this. I am really interested in what you find out. And speaking of that, let me ask you, have you left a review for this podcast? I'd really love to see this podcast shared with more and more people who could benefit from a friendly bit of advice each week. The way that this happens is that you share it with a friend or you can leave a review for the show. When you leave a review, it tells iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast, it tells it that you like it and that it would be a great idea to have them share it with other people like you. You know that they know about us and they know similarities. And so they'll link others like us to this podcast. And that's how our community grows. It's like magic. I'm going to send you my thanks in advance for leaving a review. I really do appreciate it. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me. And remember, I see you. I understand how hard you're trying and I'd like to help however I can. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here again next week. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful, and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day, and I'll talk with you again next week.